pull up a bar stool. I've invited JR back to the show. That's John Robinson, my backup CEO and business manager. That means we're going to talk entrepreneurship, solopreneurship, all the business stuff that impacts us as business owners. And uh, five topics we're going to cover today include toxicity, so mainly dealing with toxic people, fear versus uncertainty, loneliness, which often leads to boredom, and limits. This is a good one. Sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLimmer.com and John Limmer Digital on Facebook here with another edition of the Social Media and Entrepreneurship Pubcast where each week we invite you to the virtual pub and get drunk on social media and entrepreneurship and how great the Packers are. So today, uh, once again, we are doing two things. I am streaming live with JR for our weekly John and John Facebook Live to the PHC Entrepreneurs Private Beta Community. And we're recording the podcast at the same time. See if we can juggle like that. So welcome back, JR. How's it going, my man? 24 hours from today, Mm. it will be great because the Bears are going to win tonight. And it'll be a better day. Actually, I'm rooting so, for the Bears because I have no fear of the Bears, and I want them to beat the Vikings. Huh. Okay, then. So, so all is going well. Go Bears! Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, it's, it's great. I, I love Facebook when uh, either the Bears are playing and getting their butts kicked, or like yesterday where the Packers, that was awesome. It was an awesome game. And uh, they just complain and I, so the my my the tr- the one troll job i like to do is go through all the bears fan posts like complaining about how it's rigged and this and that and 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 do a reaction like love or haha reaction just uh because <laughs> it's funny know. to me it's good stuff that's uh, good to know i enjoy being it. toxic i love being toxic sometimes when it comes to bears fans but and that's the topic of the day, toxic. Oh, so look at that transition. That and now Casey's trying to come back into the show. Jeez. She likes to be. Bo yeah, show. Okay, so it is the podcast. I'm drinking a water. Um, I am also drinking a water because I have to get a run in, and it will be oh, the man. third day of runs. I need to as well. Now, it's snow, snowing outside, and... Uh, kids are on fall break, so they're all home. I, I got to figure out a way to do this. Michael actually ran this morning, so I got no excuse. If he can do it, I can do this. And he ran outside. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we what do we have going today, Jr. What do you got planned? It is. It's about being about toxic as a word. Toxicity. And yeah, toxicity. And uh, I will start with a quote that I found. I'm gonna put my. Smart person glasses. That's your old person glasses. Smart Smart person. All right. Here's the quote. There are some people who may be good yet toxic for you. So be careful of who you surround yourself with. And the person, gift, Guga, Mona. (laughs) 
I have no idea who that person is. Oh, but, that's who said that. Gugamana? But, but, Good old Gugamana. I've had all her books. <laughs> Gif Gugamana. Oh, I don't know what said. So, so, but, but I, I felt compelled to think about toxicity. And toxicity on social media, which you just did some toxic stuff. Well, I guess it's, I don't know if it's toxic, but when people complain, a good that's time. a little toxic. It's, that's and a good then, time. Yeah, you're having fun with it. Just, just like some, how you text me about the Brewers or whatever when the Cubs are beating them. It's, it's, it's a similar ribbing. That's true. Like even right now, how are the Brewers doing? Oh, that's right. They're not playing. They so, are huh. doing very well as they prepare for the next 10 years. Yeah. They're doing awesome. So, but yeah, so for me, uh, I did a little research for today's John and John and I even tweeted about it at Backup CEO so check out the tweet of the day I won't say it now because I don't remember it right off the top of my head but um, the idea of toxic is about awareness of what toxic is and isn't and how we become aware of toxic things it's hazard symbols so hazard symbols exist to warn us about hazardous materials, locations, or objects. And now I have Casey about to make major noise in the background. But it um, brings us in entrepreneurship and hazard symbols, danger, caution. And if you're wondering like, oh, how we would know to use caution or that something is poisonous or ionizing radiation or biological hazards, or even high voltage chemical weapons or an icy road. And the icy road thing goes to your talk today about snow. So there's probably some roads around there that might have warning signs of icy road or icy bridge. Now that all the, the table is set, what are the warning signs that you pay attention to in business? Oh, uh, man. I could feel like we could go a lot of different directions here. And you may have some assumptions of where this is going to go, but um, I mean, for me, it's you know any of the traps to make me lazy or complacent or making excuses for not doing something or doing it well. Uh, you've got toxic people and comments and the way it impacts me and my frame of mind. Um, is there somewhere in particular you want to go with this? There, there's a bunch of areas, so yeah. you're, you're good. You're good, because like I said, if you were near a, an electric pole, there'd be a high voltage sign. You know, if you were uh, near a nuclear reactor, there'd be a biological hazard sign. So I, in my experience with startups and even existing uh, businesses that are 10 million to 300 million. Uh, I'm in CEO forums where some of my buddies have $300 million companies. And the when they use caution is very personal to them. And what I mean by that is some guys run stop signs. <laughs> like some, some of those guys like have no fear. Then some guys stop at a stop sign when nobody's <laughs> around, yeah. you know, because it, and, and that's why I think, you know, when we look at business and we look at what's toxic, 
uh, what we should be aware of, it's very personal. And like for you, if I said, okay, some things that are really toxic for you with Facebook, immediately you just said, you know, some of the posts are really toxic. Even feedback in general. I remember back in the days, kind of felt a little toxic to you to get some criticisms. Yeah. You know, have, have some haters. Have, have, have some hecklers. And I, I think the danger, and I actually kind of told you a little bit of this before we started. The danger is that some of the hecklers can get you in the wrong frame of mind for when you actually have um, constructive feedback that you should be giving more time of day. Uh, an example of that was, um, you know, I, I, I started this new experiment with short videos, short Facebook videos. And one of the responses on the blog about this experiment, and it was from a PHC member, maybe even PHC entrepreneurs, not, not sure. And she, you know, said, Oh, man, I wish I, I, I wish I would have brought it. Actually, I could probably bring it up. Hold on one second. Um, but it was related to, so these videos are like 30 to 60 seconds that I'm creating. And each video, same, similar, very similar format. And um, the, the intro to it is basically like how to, whatever it is. That's, that's what this is going to be. So that takes like five seconds of the video. And then the closing five seconds or so is, you know, see more videos at johnlumber.com and there's a link and all that kind of stuff. And so Peg, it was Peg Corwin, uh, and I don't think I'm putting her on blast here because she's a really productive member, and then this is going to come back to thanking her. But uh, she says, like the videos, John, but black? Really? Such a depressing color. And so and I was immediately defensive but because, first of all, I was, immediate, I was already in the wrong frame of mind because of some other toxicity. And um, so my first response was, it's just the first few seconds. And of course, I had the question mark there, which I feel like make, made it, um, I don't know if condescending is the right word, or just, uh, uh, you know, I don't know what, uh, what, what the word is I'm looking for. But, um, but then I, I just I gave it a, a thought. I'm thinking, okay, on the landing page, every sing- I've got all these videos embedded. And I, right now it's 10 or 12 or whatever. And I want it to be 50, 100, 200, 300 videos. And they're all going to look the same, that black background. So, and when you, when you get these videos published to your newsfeed every day, it could kind of look like it's the same video. So it's not so much I, I felt like, oh, you know, black, I should never use that. But I'm like, well, wait a minute. Maybe I should be using different colors and mix it up. So wouldn't you know, today I took that uh, constructive criticism and I've created two new videos and one that's orange, one that's blue. And um, it, it's now I, I see it as being very helpful, but I had to step back and, and see that. I, like that. I, I went way off the page there to, to answer that question. No, no, it wasn't too far off the page because I think, you know, I want to talk about hazards. And if this is a road, entrepreneurship is a road, you know, as we go around curves, as we look and see if there's boulder, a sign that says boulders are going to fall off the mound or whatever they are. I think people, when they are going into entrepreneurship, 
they should not only one know the hazards ahead, but what's also hazardous to them. And entrepreneurship is really personal. And, you know, for you, you've evolved a ton because it was hazardous years ago for you to get, I'm going to say detractor feedback Mm -hmm. and detractor feedback. I just made up on the spot, which is this idea of sharing feedback that detracts you, that brings you down, that that gets you off direction, even if it wasn't intended to be that way. The feedback you just got wasn't detractor. It was just feedback. Mm -hmm. But if you have the mindset that feedback can be detracting or distracting, then you don't see much value in it. So I like that you just went through this exercise that you didn't stay in the mindset that it was a detraction or a distraction, and then you tried it. Yeah. So that you are spot on on the direction I want. Yeah, to. I mean, look, you, you, you shouldn't um, make changes based on every piece of feedback, construction, constructive or otherwise. Um, and you have to know the difference between nitpicky and being something valid. And I, I interpreted this first being nitpicky. And then I stepped back a minute and saw the bigger picture. And I'm like, not only is it valid, but it's an easy change. Like there's some changes that people were requesting, like, oh, they want more details um, in the video. They want me talking over it, in which I, I, it's, it's going to add more work. It's going to change the complete structure of, of all of this. Um, I, it's not so much I found it nitpicky. It's just it's not consistent with what I'm trying to do. Whereas with this, it's it's actually consistent with what I'm trying to do, and I think it's valid. But so it's, mm-hmm. it's trying to decipher that, and I think the danger we, the trap that we fall into often, especially early, is like, oh, this person doesn't like what I'm doing. I better make a change. And um, but on the flip side, I think I've also gotten jaded over the years, where I get the negative feedback, and I'm just like, ah, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. So it's, it's, you got to do something in between there. Yeah, no, I agree. So I like the idea of adding the word trap. So this is a feedback trap. Yeah. The second trap that comes to mind to me as an entrepreneurship hazard, where I wish there was a sign, which was the fear trap. Because to me, I believe that, I would say in my history as an entrepreneur, fear is probably the biggest roadside hazard for me because it causes me to to not take a chance it causes me to second guess it causes me to try again probably too soon so fear and uncertainty Mm. i wish there was a sign at least i really i wish there was a sign for sure yeah I would say I love that you added uncertainty to that because I can I can see fear being a, an issue, especially for anyone who you know who's going through all this the first time. Um, I don't I wouldn't say I'm necessarily fearful of much these days, but uncertainty absolutely is where I'm like because where I do, you know I'm not really completely confident how I'm doing this or how I would do it how I do it efficiently and well, if it's going to have positive results, you know, this and that. So that uncertainty definitely keeps me from 
making a lot of changes and progressing and doing something new. Well, the if uncertainty was a destination, if that was point B, and fear is point A, what are some of the things that you believe you've done to shift yourself from point A to point B? Well, I think it's the, the fact that over six years, <clears throat> I have ultimately taken a lot of risks and, and tried things that I wasn't comfortable doing um, and realized that the, that fear was irrational and unnecessary and counterproductive. So, um, so I, that, that fear doesn't really show up for me anymore, but that doesn't mean, um, you know, doubt or uncertainty you know, just doesn't impact me. It, it absolutely does. So it's, it's, it's less of a fearfulness and, and more of a just, uh, I'm unsure of where this is going to go. I don't know if this is a good idea. That, that type of thing slowing me down. Yeah. And being a co-pilot through these years with you, I would absolutely agree that as time has gone on and as you've taken more risks, I absolutely believe you've went from a state of fear to a state of uncertainty, which in this state of uncertainty, the benefit of it is we've been able to create more benefit of moving from fear to uncertainty is there's expansion you know there's confidence building i would say one of the keys if someone said man i'm just starting i want to be where you guys are in you know five years what would be the one linchpin idea that you would share with me and i would say discussion I would absolutely say have lots of discussions on what it is, you know, get it out of your system. What are you, what are you afraid of? What's the danger? What's the setback that you don't think you'll recover from? I mean, really embrace the conversation. And I'm going to say conversation with yourself. You can write a journal. You can walk down the street just like any other crazy person talking to themselves, but get it out of your system. Or you could have, you know, someone else, a, a mastermind group, a, you know, a, a confidant. Um, speaking of that, I wrote about confidants this week in a blog. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about, did you see, oh, did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but end of the day, I absolutely believe that it's about conversations and discussions with yourself to get you from that fear state to the uncertain state. And I'm going to tell you. The uncertain, the uncertain state is fun. It is yeah. fun. It is fun to have options. It's fun to to know that it's an adventure. Now, John, I know you're old enough for this because back in the days, I used to have a book that you could pick your own adventure. <laughs> yes. Hey, well, it, 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 yeah, it's funny because uh, you know I've done Facebook ad strategies where I I've used that term before. It's like click on this. And that'll guide you to this other adventure, I guess, right? Depending on which way you go. So, yeah, I, I'm, I know what you're talking about. It is. And that's monetizing uncertainty. Yeah. I mean, how about that? How about that? If you're just like, all right, if uncertainty is abundant, how do I monetize it? Create an adventure from it. I mean, we. Uh, I think a lot of people find themselves wanting to know what's around the corner. Yes. And that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. You don't. 
<laughs> you really don't know what's around the corner. I know that through time, you can get a little bit more precise on what you might think is around the corner, but there's still some surprises every day. I mean, would you say that you continue to get surprises? As, as long as I'm willing to battle with uncertainty, and cause, because that's really, like you said, it's, it's where it becomes interesting and where it becomes fun and energizing. Because it's this weird balance that we've had with this business and that um, over the last year or two, you know, trying to increase the certainty. But as, and, and you know, with having processes and structure and repeatability and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. But as a result, I've found myself getting more and more bored. Uh, so it's, it's when... Um, we add at least a little, you know, healthy uncertainty to the mix that it becomes exciting. Like, um, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen with this video stuff. I'm not real comfortable with videos. When I hit publish the first time, I didn't know what the response would be. I didn't know where I was, you know, the end game with it. But all of a sudden, I was obsessed with how's this doing again. I got to create another one. I agree. As opposed to, you know, what was happening probably the, few months prior to that where there there was plenty of certainty uh not as much excitement well i like the idea of every john and john every pubcast you have nothing but uncertainty yeah you have no idea where these conversations ever go because i never set the stage for you i never set the table so there's there's something to to practice i think it, it is a good it's kind of like improvisation. They really never know where it goes. And it's like, oh, that improv is is just random. It's off the cuff. It's by no means is it that. It's practice. I've taken improv before, and I like to um, practice it because it is the best ideation skill Ooh, that you ideation. can have. Ideation, good word. Ideation, yeah. Idea generation. My GE days, back in the days when we used to spend lots of money on ideation. So, all right, we went through two traps or hazards, the feedback trap and then the fear slash uncertainty trap. I'm going to go into three of four. The third one's a loneliness trap. There is an absolute loneliness. I'm on an island by myself Nobody knows what I'm going through. I stepped on my dog's tail. Oh, Nobody can understand geez. that. Casey's sitting right here. I had to, I had to kind of yell at her. You guys didn't see that because she was picking up this large bone and just throwing it around on the wood floor. So it says to look at her. And uh, now she's sad because she has to sit oh. underneath me. But, yeah, the loneliness trap. Is that an entrepreneurship hazard for you? Yeah. Yeah, no, I look lonely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's where I'm actually, some of my favorite times are days like today when I'm, I'm doing some work, but my family's home, my kids are home cause they're, they're on fall break and, um, it's less lonely as opposed to like a normal Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever of the week, um, getting work done. It's quiet. Lisa's here sometimes, but she's also out at the kid's school and it gets, it gets lonely. So yeah, it's a trap um, that uh, I haven't done a very good job of um, working on. Because there are certain better ways of 
dealing with the like yeah scheduling time with friends or social events or whatever but um definitely an issue this moment sponsored by kleenex (laughs) yeah so no so uh yeah the where i like where you're going with that i think that the angle that that i'm looking at in addition to what you just said is this idea of feeling helpless this idea of like ah, oh, it's just me and that's why the power of peer-to-peer groups masterminds whatever you want to call them meetups but the idea of getting yourself and surrounding yourself with with people that not only can you be vulnerable with but they can be vulnerable with you and that's why i, th- I believe the loneliness trap is it's just that it's a trap between your ears because it's not real. Yeah. There's too many people on the world. There's too many people on the world. There's too much. Like I have a buddy of mine that, and I say, buddy, I've never met him face to face. He lives in Australia, Adelaide, Australia. Didn't even know where that was. Mm-hmm. And he is an alt MBA peer, a fellow of mine. And we have become great friends. And I think Australia is going to be on the agenda in 2007 or 18 because of it. And yeah, yep. And I'm going to try to convince Lisa, John's wife, to make a trip, and then we'll. Oh, that won't be. It would be hard to convince her. It's just a matter of finding the right time. Right, and then I want to do some Facebook training, you know, some kind of group session because we've been asked for years, guys, people in Australia, like, come on, bring John down. We'd love to do a four day, a four hour you know, one day or two day thing. So who knows? But, but going back to that, the technology absolutely brings us closer together. And the, the key is vulnerability. If you're going to be vulnerable enough. The, the world will bring people that care about you, that give a crap about what you're going through. And sometimes they might be a little empathetic and a little, they might really know what it's like to walk in your shoes. And I, I struggle with that because I think, every person is an individual. So whenever anybody's like, Oh, I know what you're going through. I ah, don't say that. Say you can guess what I'm going through, but don't say, you know, exactly what I'm going through. Cause I handle things very differently. Like, like tonight, the bears win. I'm They're going not to, gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding on how I'd handle bears win or loss. <clears throat> but I will say this, and this is recorded right now. We have a Monday night football. Oh, I record this this might I might be saying I'm a gambler so I don't want to say that but yeah I may win something tonight mm. and that's all I'll say okay so all right so we got the loneliness well, trap and kind of to go back to, to that real quick I mean honestly I, I don't know that loneliness in and of itself is a bad thing like uh I think the problem is where where it becomes an issue is like how you deal with that uh, I know that for me personally, sometimes I end up going down a rabbit hole of negativity. Uh, you know, if, and I'll you, drink to that. You, yeah, <laughs> thanks, waitress. You can end up uh, kind of with a distorted dis- distortion of reality, like in terms of you know what people think of you, how how well you're doing, and um, and and that that's one of the dangers I think in particular of of being alone is. When you don't have that social interaction, 
um, that feels good. Really, when it comes out, it feels good to to talk to someone else and feed off of one another. As long as you again, it's it's not a toxic relationship. Um, then you're stuck in your own thoughts and you create your own reality. <laughs> and uh, true that, yeah. true that. All right. So I have to ask this because it just popped in my head. Mm-hmm. Do you think Superman was lonely? Yes. <laughs> I think Superman. So, so do you know was where I'm lonely. going? You know where I'm going with this? I don't. You know what? Do you know the fortress of what? Solitude, right? Yes. Yes. And what did he go there for? And I'm so not some Comic Con person, and I'm not insulting the Comic Con listeners, but that's just not me. Um, you know what? The for- why did the fortress of solitude exist? I don't know. Why did it exist? I think it was just to get alone by himself and get away from everybody and ponder and meditate and watch TV. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so your point, your point is very valid. It, what you do when you're alone, it can be solitude and you could still be creative. You could still be kind to yourself. You could still be in a mode of positivity or it could be the complete opposite, where you feel completely alone, completely, you know, sad, and all the other things. So that is another entrepreneurship hazard. So I have one more Uh-oh. hazard Here to we go. go through. What you got? It's the board trap. So it's the board trap. Board so trap. a lot of entrepreneurs are like, man, how did I get? How did all of a sudden I I got into this boredom? You know, what, what happened? You know, there's, I got customers, I got clients, I got, but I'm bored with them. (laughs) You know, like I, I'm bored of doing training. I'm bored of creating this. Tell me about that entrepreneurship hazard. And do you, do you have a sign for that? Can you see that sign that what color is it? It's like biological hazard of a yellow or high voltage of uh, a lightning bolt. See, I know these things. I look at Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. I look at the Wikipedia. All the signs, like I know. What they mean. You know, I, it's it's a unique hazard that I think is most likely to happen after you've been doing something for a few years and doing the same thing or a similar thing for a few years. I mean, it happened to me when I worked in the real world for the man. And it's why I never worked for the same company for more than two or three years. So I would get bored within a year and a half or so and start looking around and eventually take off. Now, the MBA being the one exception, that was not boring. But um, mm. I did not – in each case, I'd, I would leave and do something else or get laid off, um, probably because I was bored and not doing a very good job. But um, so I think it is unique to – doing the same thing for a while. If you are bored early on in your entrepreneurship journey, it's a sign you need to do something different Um, because it's only going to get worse. But uh, I I, honestly, I think kind of going back to where we started with this and, you know, um, challenging yourself and doing new things and make you uncomfortable and um, having some uncertainty that's where it's really good because it's not boring when you're uncertain. It's, it's not like when you wake up today, like 
when you wake up today not really sure what you're going to see because something you created yesterday, um, that's exciting as opposed to just going through the motions again today. Completely agree. So I feel like we're doing a trivia test right now. Mm. I'm going to do one question. What color do you believe Stupid. The, the warning high voltage <laughs> sign is? The warning high voltage sign? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it red? Yellow. Yeah, that's my next guess. Yellow. But so I, I say that because I'm looking at it right now, and it's a triangle with a lightning bolt. Well, really an arrow that looks like a lightning bolt. And I would say the reversal, if anybody finds themselves in a you know board state or the board trap, the reversal is kind of reversing what that lightning bolt looks like and that's the charge from it and it's trying to think of what do you get a charge from uh, when you find yourself bored so i was thinking man if we did some entrepreneurship warning signs like literally and printed them out (laughs) that one that one would be it it's like it's it's about putting the jumper cables back on you on you know why you've done this and what what's the value of it if you continue, one of the best questions I've come across over the last six months is what's the worst result if I do nothing? You know, if I stop, if I quit, what's the worst result? And only each individual entrepreneur can answer the question of would I feel regret if I don't do it? And I think that just puts the jumper cables on those who are around the board yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think it's really important to remember why you're doing it and not just because it's part of the tasks that's on the list of things I need to do today. Like, I hope this is really helping somebody and what we're talking about <laughs> today is really helping somebody, at least one person. <laughs> so whether they're following PhD entrepreneurs or listening on the podcast, as opposed to we're just talking and recording because this is something we're supposed to do and it's part of our routine. Right? So e- even though we're not necessarily re- um, doing this for thousands of people necessarily. I really hope it helps at least one person. And if it does, let us know. Uh, drop us an email or add us on Twitter, whatever whatever you want to do. But uh, um, it's always good to know and get that reminder so to keep us motivated, right? Yeah. No, that's a good... It's not all about the dollars, s- right? I mean, that's that, that can't be your only motivation. You got to... It's like, not. got to make a difference. It's not. And I, I like that you put a nice bow around this conversation because I absolutely feel that the more that you get introspective and you say, hey, what I know about me is blank or what I don't know or didn't know about me is blank. This entrepreneurship journey is all about getting to know yourself. The most successful entrepreneurs that I know dig deep, yeah. push hard. And I think, you know, selfishly, and I will say there's some selfish value to this. I swear, John, no joke. I feel like I get to know you a little bit better every time. And we've been talking for years, almost every day. And it's nice to just dance with different ideas. And and when as we dig deep on this, you know, this format, 
if it inspires anybody to, to just scratch the surface of what they're doing, we've our time has has been well spent. Yeah, this doing something like this, starting a business. Uh, I feel like I know way more about myself and uh, my limits and what I like, what I don't like than ever before. That's why, I, you know, I often kind of talk about how the time period before all this and even like the first couple of years, I, I feel like I am, I'm finally becoming an adult <laughs> at the age of 42. Whereas I didn't really feel <laughs> like one before that. And I think, I think it's partially because of, you know, th- this process, um, makes you learn a lot about yourself and uh it's a good challenge our, our family has been waiting many years for you to finally grow up so i'm so That's glad true. that you now <laughs> i'm not completely grown up yet right. you're still a that. toys r us kid That's right. That's right all right so i just want to summarize and i want to add the last one but we're not going to talk about it because it's already been talked about so the entrepreneurship hazards, entrepreneurship hazards, the feedback trap, the fear and uncertainty trap, the loneliness trap, the boredom trap, and the final one is a limits trap. And you kind of went on it just a little bit to say, hey, part of this process is you get to know your limits. And then I think part of the process is things are limitless. There is nothing that I feel that we can't accomplish. But the only reason why that is because we've accomplished a, a little bit here and there. Here and there. So that mindset, if you think yourself, you believe in scarcity and limits and you don't have enough and you can't this and can't that, the reversal is very simple. What, what does abundance look like? So that is a trap. And I'm glad you used the word limits because I don't, I don't believe in them when they when they don't serve a, a healthy purpose. Constraints constraints normally serve a, a good purpose when you believe they're beautiful. And that's a book called Beautiful Constraints, so oh. people should check that out. Now, the bears are very limited, and we'll probably see those limits. limits <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Hold on. <laughs> so here's the beauty. 100% true. There's a rookie quarterback. <laughs> And that is... No, actually, that, a, this could be interesting. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. A rookie quarterback, but you see what's happening with the rookie quarterback in Houston, and I yeah. know we're going on a rant right here, but I don't care because I picked him up and he scored major points yesterday and I won my fantasy. But um, we're I, I, think, I think this this is actually a, a good topic because just like with entrepreneurship, uh, with, Bear, with the Bears and Bears fans, they're going from a known commodity... Uh, and Mike Glennon, and he's somewhat known, he's yeah, pretty somewhat. much known. He, he's not, he's yeah. not an elite quarterback. He's oh, okay. not going to be any better than an average-ish quarterback, and you're going to be limited as a result to a completely mm-hmm. unknown commodity in um, Texas. Name the rookie quarterback, Trubisky. Yeah, Trubisky, and Trubisky. Right. Well, right. one of my one of my buddies, True Biscuits. Okay. So that's why I almost said so, True Biscuits is the name of his fantasy team. But yeah, which is I think also why you often see this, whether it's football teams, baseball teams, whatever, um, when they're struggling, even if they know it's not going to make a huge difference, it's mixing it up. 
It's doing something, calling up that big prospect, seeing what he can do, because we know whatever we're doing right now is not working, and it's going to make it interesting. Right? It's going to, it's kind of exciting to Bears fans and, and to like, what, what do we actually have here? So there's, there's a parallel there, even though we get kind of feel like this is we get bogged down and talking about sports, but there's, there's definitely a parallel there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what, what what happens. All right. Well, I got to add this because here's the beauty. Jordan Howard. That's it. Jordan Howard. So you have a. a That's selfish because of your fantasy team. Right. That's yeah. true. But you have, you have a proven entity. Yeah. Proven entity. So to balance it off with a little uncertainty. And then there, there's probably some cards in the back pocket that they're going to throw out that will be a complete surprise because you have a brand new quarterback that nobody knows anything about. Yeah. So, As a Packers fan, I'm a little, little nervous. Yeah. Well, you guys already won by some cheating. And that game was happened. ridiculous. Your coach is awful. But um, anyway, that's a well, No, I was talking game. about yesterday. Oh, yesterday? That was no with cheating. The, the it Dallas. Just, dude. Wasn't it Dallas? Anytime you can beat Dallas, no one should ever accuse the Packers of cheating because it's good for the world. <laughs> Seriously, beating yeah, Dallas and quote that. unquote America's team and Jerry Jones, like you know, it could be the worst cheat job ever, but uh, it's 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 good for the world. It really is. <sighs> I drank to that. Mm-hmm. So are we done? Is that it? Mm, yeah, I think there's there's one other thing I I want people to think about. So this is a pondering point. So okay. we won't talk about this, but as before next week or whenever you listen to this over the next day or so just think about you know what are the hazards that that you see ahead for you the dangers the harms write them out just write them out it's kind of like looking under the bed wondering if the boogeyman's there if you never look under the bed he might be there <laughs> so so <laughs> look under the bed write out your dangers uh, i i will tell you with complete confidence and my experiences and experiences of people that I've watched, the more that you get in the practice of that, the more you realize that they are probably just things that you're uncertain about versus true dangers. That's all I got. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh. I thought this was very productive. I like where this went. I'm glad I just called over the bartender, asked for a tab for our waters. Um, they, they really don't like us in this bar because... Well, we got to start eating. Somewhere. I think I'm going to eat next time. Yeah. I think I'm going to eat while we do Bring this. Bring some chicken wings. So we're going we're gonna to expand this to eating. <laughs> well, it's always good having you on, JR. Where can people find you? Uh, at Backup CEO on Twitter. Yeah, and, and make sure you tweet us or, you know, whatever. Um, like I said, if this made a difference for you and you got an aha, aha moment, uh, tell us about it because it keeps us motivated. So at Backup CEO for JR yes. or at John Loomer for me. But uh, good stuff. Thanks again. Uh, thanks everybody for being on. Until next time, do awesome things. We are out.